Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news and morning mixtape. It is Friday, February 16th, and I'm your host, Madiana Schwitze, reporting from my radio 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. In Toronto, two cops have been charged and suspended with pay over shooting last summer. In Ontario, Doug Ford announced some changes that will impact drivers in the province. And on some tech news, Meta will introduce new charges to users trying to boost their posts on Instagram or Facebook in EOS apps. And then we'll hear from Samina Sultana with a new book recommendation on her segment, Turn the Page. So with all this news, let's get started. Ontario's police watchdog, the Special Investigations Unit, announced this Thursday that two Toronto police officers are facing criminal charges. According to a news story by the Toronto Star, Constable Jamie Denzek and Constable Jarek McNeil have been charged in connection to a June 11, 2023 shooting near Dufferin and College Streets. The officers are charged with one count each of assault with a weapon, careless use of a firearm and discharging their firearm with intent to wound or endanger life. A spokesperson for Toronto Police confirmed the officers are now suspended with pay, as is required by law. According to the SIU's brief summary of the incident, Toronto police were near College and Dufferin Streets just after noon back in June when they spotted a Cadillac that had reportedly just been stolen nearby. The police then, quote, interacted with the vehicle's occupants, a 26-year-old man and a 45-year-old man, according to the report. In a statement released shortly after the shooting last year, the SIU stated it did not appear that either of the men was shot by police. According to the Toronto Star, following a legislative change in 2019, the SIU investigates any time a police officer fires their gun, even if no one is injured. Both police officers' charge are scheduled to appear in court next month. Still in Ontario, Province Premier Doug Ford announced yesterday many changes that will impact drivers' day-to-day lives including a stop on many highway tools, a freeze on driver's license fees, and they're eliminating the need for registering license plates. According to a new story by the Toronto Star, the change in registering license plates comes after the renewal sticker fee, which used to cost up to $120, was phased out two years ago. Since then, many motorists incorrectly assumed they didn't have to keep their plates up to date. Recently, the Star reported that there are more than 1 million expired plates on Ontario roads. As a result, there has been a surge in Highway Traffic Act fines as of much as $1,000 per driving with invalid plates. Transportation Minister Prabhmeet Sarkaria said Thursday that they will be automating the license plate renewal process starting this summer. This will save vehicle owners more than 900,000 hours each year. The minister said that the automatic renewal process will only be available to drivers in good standing, who do not have outstanding tickets or related fees. Municipalities will still be able to use the renewal process to collect outstanding fees. Ford's conservative government also announced they are introducing legislation that would, if passed, ban tolls on provincial highways. Those would not only apply to the DVP and Gardner Expressway, but also to the province's 400 series highways. Still, according to the Star, the most expensive toll road in the province, Highway 407, which can cost as much as $70.66 to drive from the Queen Elizabeth Way in Burlington to Highways 35 and 115 near Orono, will remain intact. 
The Transportation Minister said the changes would be included in the Get It Done Act, an ominous bill being tabled when the legislature resumes after the winter break on Tuesday. Now in the tech world, Meta, Facebook's in and Instagram's parent company, announced this week they will be charging a 30% fee when advertisers pay to boost the visibility of their posts in iOS apps. The change, according to a story by The Verge, will go into effect later this month. All of this stems from a 2022 App Store update, where Apple extended its typical 30% cut of digital purchases to boosted posts, which are essentially ads. The change particularly targeted Meta and other social apps that let people pay in-app to increase the reach of their content. Meta notes in a statement shared with The Verge that small business owners and influencers who want to purchase a boost on iOS will now be billed through Apple, which, quote, retains a 30% service charge on the total ad payment before any applicable taxes. Meta says people can still purchase boosts from Instagram and Facebook's websites on desktop or mobile to get around the Apple fee that is being passed on to iOS users. They add that they are required to comply to Apple's guidelines or remove boosted posts from their apps. Additionally, Meta says, additionally, Meta says those who want to boost posts through its iOS apps will now need to add prepaid funds and pay for them before their boosted posts are published. Meta will charge an extra 30% to cover Apple's transaction fee for preloading funds in iOS as well. This new payment process will roll out in the U.S. first before hitting additional markets and countries later in the year. Apple spokesperson Adam Dima says in an email statement to The Verge that they have always required that purchases of digital goods and service within apps must be in-app purchases. Dima clarifies that boosting is a digital service, therefore in-app purchase is still required. They added, This has always been the case, and there are many examples of apps that do it successfully. Well, that was all for me today, and I'll leave you with Samina for a new episode of Turn the Page. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Warning. The content in this segment may be distressing to listeners. Discretion is advised. February signals the start of an important history lesson that continues to gain the recognition it deserves, Black History Month. This year's theme is Black Excellence, a heritage to celebrate, a future to build. Every February, people across Canada participate in Black History Month events and festivities that honor the legacy of Black people in Canada and their communities. Remember, never stop learning. History can always teach us something. At the start of the 20th century, traveling circuses were all the rage. Unfortunately, the attractions were people with genetic anomalies. Bounty hunters and canny populists would travel the world finding men and women with genetic anomalies and selling them to circuses to display for money. The title of the book is True Vine, Two Brothers, A Kidnapping, and a Mother's Quest, a true story of the Jim Crow South. The author is Beth Macy. Beth started her career at the Roanoke Times. She heard that the story of the Muse Brothers was the best story in town, but the family and the town were rightfully protective of George and Willie Muse. No one knew the truth about the boys, just that they were kidnapped by a man and never seen or heard from again for 13 years. George and Willie were born in the small rural town of Truvine, Virginia. 
the emancipation of the black population meant nothing in the Jim Crow South. The boys, along with many others, were enslaved in the sharecropping system. Harriet Muse warned her boys to keep their heads down and do their work, never to speak. She also had to cover them from head to toe because of their skin. George and Willie were albinos. Candy Shelton, a white bounty hunter, spied on the boys and kidnapped them and told them their mother died. George and Willie were renamed Echo and Eco, the Ecuadorian savages, for audiences of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. They were 13 and 10. It took decades for Beth to gain approval of the remaining family members to write articles on George and Willie. She gained approval in 2013 to write a book about the boys and her skills as a reporter. Her research, interviewing, and writing shine through in the pages of this informative and heartbreaking story about two brothers who were kidnapped, abused, unpaid, and forced to perform, gaining international infamy, while their mother had no idea where her boys went or who took them. For anyone who doubts their account of events, Algie Barnes, their enslaver, bragged in his memoir about buying the boys. Read their story to preserve their history. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library, and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at MetRadio. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thanks, Amina. This was an exciting book recommendation. And with this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more at Mad Radio. I'm Mariana Schuetze for Mad Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Thank you for listening.